following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. gentlemen welcome back welcome to fantasy beast and where to find them i uh, i am your host kyle ranny again by myself this week hoping uh by next week we can maybe at least integrate one of our two co-hosts in uh we are back unfortunately we did miss friday it's been a little bit hectic here in tiki tribe uh going forward but <clears throat> we did miss friday we're back today going to discuss some of the coaching landscape, some of the stuff going on in the NFL, and the two games from this past weekend. Um, we'll get started here with the coaching. We're actually going to go by team here. Uh, the Baltimore Ravens announced on January 27th they have replaced Wink, uh, Wink Martingale with Mike McDonald as their new defensive coordinator. Uh, he was part of the coaching staff from 14 to 2020 and also was with the University of Michigan. Uh, so some glowing Harbaugh reviews there as their defensive coordinator this past year. The Buffalo Bills uh, have announced that quarterbacks coach Ken Dorsey will be promoted to serve as the new offensive coordinator. They will also go ahead and add Joe Brady, the former offensive coordinator of the Carolina Panthers, underneath Dorsey now as the quarterbacks coach working with Josh Allen. Some big-name hirings there. Hopefully good signs for Josh Allen and the Bills next year. The Carolina Panthers, they've gone ahead and signed... Chris Tabor is their special teams coordinator. Um, Tabor was previously the Bears special teams coach for four years and also seven seasons in some capacity with the Browns. Uh, Ben McAdoo, that's right, former Giants coach McAdoo, uh, is going to be taking over the job from Joe Brady. He is going to be the Carolina Panthers offensive coordinator. We'll... uh, We'll see how that gets on, honestly. I'm not really sure how much we we trust that. Uh, The Chicago Bears... Bears have gone out and hired Ryan Poles as their new general manager. Uh, Poles was previously the Kansas City Chiefs executive director of player personnel. Uh, They've gone ahead and hired Colts defensive coordinator Matt Eberflus uh, as their new head coach. So they're going with a defensive mind here. And they've added Packers quarterbacks coach and passing game coordinator Luke Getze as their offensive coordinator. Colts defensive backs and safety coach Alan Williams will now serve as the defensive coordinator for the Chicago Bears. So the Bears completely revamping everything there. The Denver Broncos have announced uh, they have hired Nathaniel Hackett as of January 27th as their new head coach. Hackett, uh, formerly a Buffalo Bills offense coordinator, was with Jacksonville for a little while until he was released by Doug Marone. Most recently spent time with Green Bay. Um, he will succeed Vic Fangio. They've also announced that Justin Outen will be the no offensive coordinator. Outen worked alongside Hackett the past three years as the tight ends coach with uh, the Packers. The Green Bay Packers will add Adam Stenovich. Promote that will not add. They're promoting Adam Stenovich here 
Uh, he will become the new offensive coordinator. He was the offensive line and run game coordinator for the Packers. Uh, sounds like they're almost gearing up for the post Rogers world. Your offensive coordinator was a was the former run game coordinator. Maybe knows a little bit better on the blocking schematics in the run game. Uh, you know, it makes it tough as a fantasy player. Obviously, that's what we try to specialize here. To really know what to expect, you got to think Green Bay is going to run the ball frequently if they do move on from Rodgers, but also who's the guy? Because Aaron Jones was the, was supposed to be the guy. A.J. Dillon had a very good year. Do we see something shake on the offseason? So it'll be interesting there. Uh, the Las Vegas Raiders. David Ziegler has been announced as the team's new general manager, and they've also gone ahead and announced that Josh McDaniels, that's right, former uh, Denver Broncos, former stiff of the Indianapolis Colts, and prolific uh, New England Patriots offensive coordinator, he will be the new head coach. So that's what we're dealing with here. Josh McDaniels already had one chance in the league. He's going to get a second with the Raiders. The Raiders seem to always be chasing the big fish who might not necessarily be the best fish. Uh, the Minnesota Vikings have addressed and have hired at least uh, the former Cleveland Browns vice president of football ops, Kwesi Adolfo Mensa. Uh, Adolfo Mensa still in the process of working to find a head coach. Uh, the rumor is that Kevin O'Connell Formerly Tom Brady's backup is the top in the running. They did meet with Harbaugh from Michigan, have not offered him a job. This one we'll talk quite a bit about a little bit later on, but this is the last one to really talk about um, here today for now. Uh, the New York Giants have hired the Buffalo Bills assistant general manager, Joe Schoen, and former Offensive coordinator of the Buffalo Bills, Brian Dable, uh, shown to serve as general manager of the Giants. Dable to serve as new head coach. This is at the center of a controversy, and we can discuss that. Uh, we'll, just, we'll discuss that right now, quite honestly. Um, unfortunately, something you, that has to be addressed in the NFL because it is the truth. Uh, there's a lot swirling going on. We, we, we said it on the air here when it happened. We, we were kind of stunned, baffled. We didn't really understand why when Miami Dolphins uh, moved on, fired, released, got rid of Brian Flores as the head coach. Um, Brian Flores, honestly, is something you don't see often. He led the team to back-to-back -back winning seasons. Miami's been a tire fire. Um, Flores drummed up a couple interviews. He still did have a couple recently. I believe uh, New Orleans was on that docket. But then it starts to go a little cold. Brian Flores has served the league with a with a lawsuit. And justfully so. Uh, the lawsuit goes on to list that Miami Dolphins owner Stephen Ross uh, allegedly tried to bribe Brian Flores in a league where it is tough for black head coaches to already hold down jobs. Tried to bribe Brian Flores um, by giving him $100,000 per game he would lose in the 2019 season heading to the 2020 draft uh, with the purpose of tanking for the first overall pick. People would say, oh, well, you would get Joe Burrow. Yeah, but the Dolphins would get Joe Burrow. Unfortunately, yeah, they're bribing him, but then he becomes the scapegoat, and then it looks like he doesn't do his job well. Uh, Flores declined. Went on to win a couple games. Yeah, I mean, they didn't do great. They, quite honestly, didn't have that much talent there. Uh, but they were able to still produce 
albeit that the fact that they got themselves the fifth overall pick in that year's draft, um, that is what served them with Tua Tungavailoa. Going into the 2020 offseason, Dolphins owner Stephen Ross requested that they play illegally. They play dirty here, basically. Guys, um, Brian Flores was asked to start courting big-name free agent quarterbacks outside of the legal tampering period. Basically, if he gets caught, he's going to be in a lot of trouble. The team's going to be in a lot of trouble. Stephen Ross didn't care. He wanted it done. Flores again declined. Week or so later, he was invited out to lunch on Stephen Ross's boat, only to be informed of once he arrived that a prominent quarterback would be meeting them and hanging out on the boat all day with them. Seems a little shady to me, man. Stephen Ross just coming off as a real bag of shit human being uh, in this entire situation. He So Flores put the Dolphins on the helm there. Goes on to put the Broncos listed as a team in the lawsuit because, as reported by Flores, uh, obviously this is a word of he said, she said, the Broncos are already refuting it, go figure, but they were. Our, Flores has reported that the Broncos never once took his interview in 19 seriously for the head coaching job as John Elway, the team's president, and the team's owner showed up an hour late and in shambles, clearly after a heavy night of drinking. Um, the team owner, Elway, have since rebuffed. They've said, no, we were there on time. We had two other people with us and when he's listed. Uh, so we'll see where that comes. Quite honestly, wouldn't shock me. It's a whole issue in this league, guys. It really is. Um, and, and then you go on to today or to the last team listed here, the new, the New York Giants. Um, they're on this lawsuit now. Because Brian Flores, having come from the Bill Belichick tree, reached out to Bill Belichick, was texting him. Belichick congratulated him on the interview with the Giants and said he heard that he had gotten the job. Flores then let him know he hadn't interviewed yet, but he was hoping to get the job, basically. And then he was hoping that this would be something he could get. Belichick responded by saying, well, I heard from New York and Buffalo that you're the guy. Clearly thinking he was talking to Brian Dable. So Bill Belichick spills the beans before the only black candidate that the Giants have brought in for an interview, under the Rooney rule, must proceed and interview one black candidate before making your decision, that the Giants have already decided and pretty much offered it, which would also explain why it took so long on the situation once he finishes two interviews, uh, to Brian Dable. Brian Dable accepted and Brian Flores never got the clear shot he deserved. Uh, this whole thing's going to be a swirling mess going into the offseason. Uh, unfortunately, it looks like Brian Flores may have taken the bullet for other people to fight the inequality in the league. Um, there's not much else to say that's that's going. That's pretty much the facts of this, and that's all that we know right now. That's something we'll keep an eye on as we go further with this. However, we are going to move on to the last part, really, today. Another quick episode before we really start working to uh, different parts, different ways to address this. We're going to go into the week that was, the games from last weekend. The championship games, guys. What a wild ride it was. Starting at 3 o'clock, Kansas City and Cincinnati. If you watched the first part of the game and you shut it off, you probably 
left thinking Kansas City was on the way to another Super Bowl, and you were wrong. Kansas City going to halftime 21-10, to uh, on the verge of scoring again, took uh, put a dump pass into the flats, not near the line. Tariq Hill doesn't get in, clock expires. They go to the locker room up 21-10. Well, the Bengals storm back. Full force, tie the game 24, go to overtime, win the game after Kansas City wins a coin toss again. Kansas City proceeds to throw an interception 13 seconds into overtime. So guys, here, 13 seconds really matters in the NFL. We saw it with Josh Allen, we're seeing it with Patrick Mahomes. Just a little bit of karma for you Chiefs fans. Um, Cincinnati gets the ball, goes downfield, kicks field goal, and Cincinnati will advance after a score of 27-24 to the Super Bowl as the AFC representative. Joe Burrow, Joe Cool, 21 of 38, 250 yards, two touchdowns, one pick. Joe Mixon adds 88 yards on the ground. T. Higgins, 6 of 103. Jamar Chase, 6 of 54 and a touch. Samaje P. Ryan, 3 of 43 and a touch. Evan McPherson, 4 of 4, one extra point. Uh... One, one extra point on one attempt, so he was a perfect 5 of 5 on the day. Unfortunately, uh, the Bengals do not make it out completely unscathed on the day, as they did lose C.J. Uzuma. Uh, he's got a knee injury. They're saying there are chances he could be could be able to play, uh, although two weeks for the recovery, not looking great for them. The Chiefs, on the other hand, Patrick Mahomes, 26 of 39, 275 yards, three touchdowns, two picks, sacked four times. The Bengals' pass rush really getting after it on Sunday. Uh, Jarek McKinnon leads away 65 yards rushing. Clyde edwards Slayer 6 of 36. Travis Kelsey, uh, 10 of 95 and a touch. Tyreek Hill, 7 of 78 and a touch. McCole Hardman, 3 of 52 and a touch. On to the late game here, guys. Uh, another one that was rather intriguing. First quarter scoreless. Second quarter, 10 to, or 10 to 7 San Fran. San Fran goes into the, into the half with the lead. Third quarter, San Fran gets up 17-7. And then the Rams storm back in the fourth quarter, 13 straight points to win the game 20-17. If there's one thing that you take away as a 49ers fan here, it's that Debo Samuel is the truth. Uh, 49ers in the day, Jimmy Garoppolo, 16 of 30, 232, two touchdowns, one pick. Debo Samuel leads away rushing, seven rushes, 26 yards. Leads away receiving as well, four of 72 and a touch. Brandon Ayuk, Brandon the second on that roster, four of 69. George Kittle, two of 27 and a touch. Uh, the LA Rams, Matt Stafford, 31 of 45, 337 yards, two touchdowns, one pick. Cam Aker, 47 yards on the ground. Sony Michelle, 16 yards on the ground. Cooper Cup, 11 of 142, two touchdowns. You can't say anything about Coop or Cup besides the fact that he realistically should be the MVP of the league this year. He has been lights out. Yes, yes, Matt Stafford's been great there, but Cooper Cup has been the truth. Um, however, after coming back and coming over, Odell Beckham's seen quite a a, a light up here. Beckham goes six, 9 of 113. Um, Kendall Blanton starting to step up here. He... I don't even know if he was drafted by LA, but gets a gets a lot of steps in here, and he goes five of fifty-seven on the day after Higby goes down with an injury. Uh, too bad for Van Jefferson, really taking a step backwards with Odell going up. But the Rams will go back to a Super Bowl, a team that was built up for it, a team that you know that you couldn't have said anything else about how they built the roster. They wanted to 
They wanted to build towards the Super Bowl. There's no other way to put that. That, that was the end game. They made the moves. They got Von Miller. They got Odell Beckham Jr. Uh, and they're here. I mean, they got Stafford a year ago on Sunday. So, like, that's it. They, they made all these moves. They comped the future to go, let's really make, make or break for this. The Bengals, on the other hand, that's a young team only going to get better. Yes, they're going to run into contract problems. At some point, probably, there's a lot of young talent there. Um, and their line's still not great, but they did nothing to really build that team to go, oh, some, everyone's going to want to come here. So, you know what? I, what most people say is going to be the most boring Super Bowl, I am truthfully excited for. Um, it's going to be a battle of a guy, of of one guy who's an up-and-coming star and people wrote him off, myself included. I'm wrong. Joe Burrow is great. Um, and another guy who's been trash his entire career because he was stuck in a terrible situation in Detroit. He's looking like he's able to lead a team to victory. We got Matt Stafford, guys. Um, quite honestly, at this point in time, I don't know who I want to win. Uh, still a little bit of a Clemson fan sting from Joe Burrow kicking the crap out of Clemson a couple years ago. Um, but I really like what he's done. I like Joe Mixon. I like T Higgins. I like Joe Burrow. The young defense is starting to grow and mesh well. Uh, a team that was told that they were dumb when they let Carl Lawson go to the Jets paid more for Trey Hendrickson, who was a one-year wonder at that time. And Hendrickson was a revelation this year. Then you go out and you get the Rams. Uh, like like I said, man, Cooper Cup's great. Odell Beckham, you know what? I, I'm self-admittedly not a super big Odell Beckham fan. I always thought the diva antics were enough. And yes, he did it in two places. Yes, this last one you could probably say is strictly on the Browns. The Browns failed to manage that one properly. But I'm happy to see this kid's career really revitalize. I'm happy to see Matt Stafford have a chance. I'm happy to see Cooper Cup, who two years ago, three years, three years ago when the Rams were at the Super Bowl, couldn't play because he was out for the year with a torn ACL. I hurt for Robert Woods. I'd love to see Robert Woods get a chance again at his own accord and not be injured. And that would really probably be the thing that puts him over the top. Um, but the Rams have so many guys who've forever been cast offs in this league. And it's exciting to see those guys. I, I think I'll be happy with whoever wins, honestly, financially and gambling wise. I'm going to be happy with whatever wins me money. But I like both these teams. It's been a while since I've said that about any of these NFL teams. And I guess the last thing I want to talk about this uh, this week, and I apologize if you're a Chiefs fan. I apologize if you're a Chiefs fan for having to put up with the stupidity. But uh, America's got a new most hated team, and it's not even a player on this team's fault. It's the family revolving around it. That's right. I think a lot of people are getting really fed up with the Chiefs, and it's because of the Mahomeses, and it's not Patrick. And I feel bad. I want to like Patrick. I really, really want to like Patrick. The... the the, the display of respect towards Josh Allen running off the field, chasing him down, hugging him after they beat Allen in 13 seconds left. Phenomenal move by a great young man. His fiance and his brother are the most toxic parts of NFL fandom possible. If I have to watch Jackson Mahomes do another stupid TikTok, that's just ignorant. You're at the game and you spend an hour doing TikToks. You don't care about being there. If I have to watch Brittany Mahomes open up the skybox window and spray champagne on the patrons of Kansas City in freezing weather again and then defend it that she's being bullied, I'm sick of it, man. That's just such ignorant shit. The Bills have people like that. We get it. We're not going to sit here and cast stones in glass houses. You want to tell us, hey, Rachel Bush is obnoxious? You're damn right she is. 
You want to tell us, oh, I can't stand the whole Bush family and that's Jordan Poyer? You're correct. But you put it under a magnoscope or a, a microscope and the shit the Mahomes family's doing is 10 times worse than the stupidity that comes out of the Bush family. I just, it's got to be addressed, man. As a, as a football fan, it's it's going to be a long time running if those two don't get checked because the Chiefs are going to be the most hated team in the, in the league. A lot of people will tell you, oh, it's the Cowboys, it's the Patriots. Man, the Chiefs will be there if they don't stop this. But guys, uh, I think that'll do it for today's episode. We got a little bit in, got some football talk. We will for sure be back Friday. Um, shout out to our sponsors, Jeanette, at the Therapy Sessions Buffalo. Uh, if you're intrigued and you're in the Buffalo area, you want to get a haircut, reach out, go on our website. That's right, guys, our website. Tiki Tribe TV Pro dot Squarespace dot com. Uh, go to our sponsors page, click on the link for Jeanette. It'll take you right to her booking site. Uh, same with the next three people as well. I'm not going to keep repeating to go to the site, but go to the site. It's pretty cool. We're working on making that fully functional. Um, th- shout out to Charlie at Renegade Studios. He helps us out every week, gets our stuff looking perfect. Uh, shout out to Damien at the Platterbox in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. The guy is holding it down in a COVID world, still making pla- uh, charcuterie boards, making dessert trays. Uh, an, an entrepreneur at the best. He's, he's doing this as a, second t- a secondary gig, and he's doing great jobs with it. And then shout out to our newest sponsor, our guy Kyle down in Corpus Christi, Texas. Uh, because what goes better with football than chicken wings? That's right, guys. Check out Chicken Dippin' at chicken underscore dipping on Instagram or chickendippin.com. If you go to their website, which I advise you do, go to chickendippin.com. If you want to try these, throw them in your cart, get to checkout, and throw in code SPREAD, S-P-R-E-A-D, 716 at checkout for 15% off your order, and tell them that Kyle sent you. But guys, until next time, we're happy to be back, we're happy to be talking football, and we're really excited to be gearing into draft season. You keep on looking for those fantasy beasts, And we'll show you exactly where to find them. Peace out, guys.